show we have another guest in the building i'm sorry i know i always say this but i really am stephanie fats is in the house stephanie what's popping oh you know just living the life (laughs) stephanie is a good good friend of the platform and me she makes my face look pretty uh whenever i have to go on stage she likes wine (laughs) yes i do but but listen, I don't make you look pretty. You're already pretty, and we just enhance what you already got. I'll take the compliment. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and no, she does wonders. Uh, super sweet soul, and my dog likes her, so. Aw. Pass for me whenever my dog likes anybody, but enough blabbing. You Please tell the people them. Tell them what you do. Tell them. Okay, so I am a makeup artist from Toronto. Um, you can follow me on Sweven Beauty. Um, and I have a team of a few girls that are super talented, but, you know, I am the makeup artist on the team. So I travel all across the GTA into Niagara and basically anywhere around here. I'll, I'll even fly if you want me to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just make everyone feel their best and look their best for all their special occasions from like weddings to events, whatever you need. I think she sold herself short. (laughs) She's like the makeup artist. She's the only person that makes, has made this face of mine, like look presentable, no shade on anybody else who's done my makeup that may listen to me, which I highly doubt it, but you know, you're just so talented because you do it from your heart. Um, and and that's what to me that's what makes a great entrepreneur when you really love it and you can tell when did you decide to how how did you get into this field like I've like always loved makeup like I remember being just like a young girl and like my mom would have like maybe like two eyeshadow palettes you know those like quads from like the maybe shoppers or like like the really cheap eyeshadow quads she would have a few of them and I would just like sneak into her room and like open her drawer and play with all her eyeshadows and she would go on date nights with my dad and I'd be doing her makeup so like it's my passion started like really really young but I went to school for business because I didn't think that like makeup was a career and so I went to school for four years and then did a post-grad in digital marketing so went to school for a total of five years and then I worked corporate for two and a half years and like I just was not the happiest um and I've 
all my girlfriends would be like, you're so good at makeup, you should just do it. And there was just something inside of me that was like, no, like, you know, that's not a job, like, I can't do that. But I just got to a point where it's like, I am really miserable and something could happen tomorrow. And I've done something, I've just been living unhappily for the last like two and a half years, just because I'm trying to please like my family or, you know, people around me just to say that, oh, yeah, I'm a big girl. I have a, a real job. I work in this corporate world, you know. And so I took the leap of faith and I just got my makeup certificate while I was still working. And then I just got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm just gonna quit. And I'm just gonna dive headfirst into doing makeup. And so I did that three years ago now. And I mean, it's been, it's had its ups and downs, but I really don't regret it because I really can't imagine myself still sitting in the office on a computer and just being miserable. I just got to the point where I was driving home every evening and I was like crying in my car on my way home. So I just don't think that that's just like a good way to live, you know, like life's too short. I can resonate with that. I can resonate with with the fact that you know, we get fed this corporate dream and that may not be the that may not be the path for everybody and that's okay. But how did you, in a sense, what were the key ingredients for you to be able to make that leap? Because I know so many of our, of my listeners are like side hustlers and, you know, they, they just don't know how to do it. What, what made you, did you have a strategy or? I really didn't have a strategy. I just went head first because I just got to a point where it, <laughs> I just couldn't do it anymore. But, um, I served for a little bit while I was starting my business just to make an income that was a little bit more consistent. And then I would pick up gigs whenever I can and just throwing myself out there. Like I feel like with social media these days, like it's really, it's not, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's easier to get yourself out there because there's this huge platform and you have the opportunity to reach so many people. So that was my leap. Your leap of faith, but I also find that you have just the attitude for it. Like you're you're so nice, you're so welcoming. And a lot of a lot of people I find forget that you need to be nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think yeah, I think I think that works for in any any it career, should. right? Like mm-hmm. you really need to like if someone is gonna hire you for whatever you may be doing like they need to feel connected to you in a sense because that's so important in a world where everyone feels so disconnected that was a bar you dropped a bar right there so early (laughs) in the game how you dropping bars so early girl well you know just just speaking (laughs) truth (laughs) keep it real on here you drop the bar because I find that there is so much disconnect. And then whenever you're nice to somebody, they end up telling you their life story, a.k.a. me. But- <laughs> Listen, we, we've had many moments. I think when I do makeup, it's just like I, I honestly zone out because and I'm just like in the moment where I'm like getting to know whoever's in the chair. And it's just it's all about you, right? Like it's it's just I don't know. It's more than just makeup to me. And this is, this is why, this is why you're here. 
This is exactly why, you're on, why I'm interviewing you because it is so much more than makeup. It's how you make somebody feel. It's the interaction, the first interaction. It's the quick response. It's the punctuality. It's the professionalism. It's the, you know, just everything in general of how you've done it. So whenever you say I dove head in, I'm like, well, no, I think you were born to do this, really. Thank you. Um, without- it's funny because even like today, like, I still have a hard time convincing my parents that like, you know, it's important that I love what I do. And this is like my career now because they're, they're still like on the mindset where, you know, you have to go into the office, you have to have a pension, you have to work nine to five. That's a job. What I'm doing is not a job. And, and it's like, it's hard sometimes, you know, cause it's like, well, what about what I love? What about where my passion lies? What about what makes me happy? shouldn't all that matter? <laughs> it should it should matter for us today. Right. But I find are your your parents are they Canadian? No, they're not Canadian. No. No, no. they're both um from not they're not Canadian. <laughs> no, they were immigrants, right? So yeah. your second generation. Yeah. Your second generation. So I find that first generation immigrants they have the mentality of like, you know, you have to have your security because they didn't have security growing up right it sounds like they didn't have the you know you can pivot you can make products you can sell a book you can start teaching you can oh my god you can do 500 things really if you don't want to do just stemming from makeup itself right so it but they think i find that they think more okay we go to work 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 we save 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 and you know that you quit at 60 but you've been living your life miserable for the last 40 years doing something you didn't love <laughs> it's true but without without their mentality doing that then we wouldn't be able to do the things that we love that's true so that's true. i trust me I, I take the heat all the time oh what is this podcast ¿Qué? ¿Qué es eso? what is it yeah. you know <laughs> i get that all the time yeah i get it all the time so uh, cheers to you for for actually pursuing it now now okay so my next question is on on the flip side so now you're here you're a full-time entrepreneur you you've thrived during this crazy time oh jeez <laughs> you're like i'm hanging on by thread yeah, hanging aren't we all <laughs> off a cliff with one arm <laughs> <laughs> don't worry all the weddings in spring are gonna happen i promise yeah. you because we could be outside so they can't right. do anything and we dealt with this one time and now it's like okay i made it through 2020 i made it through 2021 well we're gonna make it through this year it's all okay It'll yeah be okay. We're, we've been here before but right. do you hear women in a sense like the the oh i want to do this but i don't know how you know, do you hear a lot of that from your end? Oh my gosh, yeah, all the time. Like, like in terms of work, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, it's funny because like I told you, I always, I always want to get to know the person that's sitting in the chair. So I always ask them like what, what, what they do for work or what their passions lie and so on and so forth. And a lot of women actually are, you know, doing something but they're not passionate about it or that doesn't like make them happy, but they're doing it because it's a paycheck. So I think it, I feel like it's maybe like the percentage of people that are doing something 
that they don't love is actually pretty high. Do you find that they're trying to to morph into societal norms? Yeah, I really think so because even like when I go to a client's house, they're they're shocked that, you know, I'm doing this full time. And it's like, well, you know, like you don't have another job. Oh. And like you could just see that it's like, well, how can you do this full time? How is this your only you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. I think that if people stopped thinking about what other people think, they would be able to dive in deeper into like their own passions and pursue what makes them happy rather than what other people will think of them. That makes sense. That shoot. Go back and listen to that. If you're listening to it, <laughs> go back and listen to it again. If you're feeling like you can't do ish. So the number one thing that you think that holds us back is the opinions of others. Right. Because you know what? I've been there. Like I thought that I couldn't do what I love because it's not a real job. And my parents are going to judge me. My aunts, my family, everyone, my family is going to judge me. Like I just, and that is what held me back ultimately. Right. The opinion of my family or the people that I talk to. I find that a lot of us struggle with that. Like I struggle with, I have like 80,000 ideas. I think I've shared two of them with you, but my brain is on all day. <laughs> I'm like, I could do this and I could do that. And then you tell somebody and it's like, bum, bum, bum. yeah. Uh, but I find whenever I talk to you, you're always like, yeah, that's a good idea. We're going to make it happen. And you know, you really amp me up. So I want to thank you for that uh-huh. because not a lot of people can do that for me because I do that for them. Right. It's so important these days. I feel like there's just so much negativity around us all the time. Like it, it takes nothing to be positive. And, and like, you don't know what, you know, cheering someone, cheering your neighbor on, or like even just a simple hello will do to like someone that walks past you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it costs nothing to be positive, but also you have to be genuine about it. Right. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, I can't be saying that I want to go be Miss Universe at 32. And- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you want to, you can. Nothing's stopping you. Nothing's stopping me, but like, really, you think the organization's going to take me seriously? <laughs> but maybe it's time like, to change. <laughs> <laughs> there's a t- maybe I should go be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> No, I highly, I highly doubt it. Not in, not in this era, at least. I feel like there's just an age restriction. I feel like you have to be yeah. under twenty something, which we're that's far gone now. Um, <laughs> I wave goodbye to my twenties. A while. I wish ago. we could like do something about that, but maybe we could one day. <laughs> Perhaps one day. Everyone's beautiful at different ages. We shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like beauty shouldn't be just at that age, like under 25 or whatever it is, like everyone's beautiful in their own way. But this is, this is why you do what you do. (laughs) True. This is why you do what you do. Not everybody sees it that way. Right. Like I struggle with like seeing myself beautiful some days. I'm like, Oh my God, what? I have like 30 chins, but it's, it's just one of those things that you have to love yourself at the moment. As hard as that may be. It's super, super hard. Um, but you, you kind of have to do it. And speaking of like hard, what's been some of the struggles that you've encountered during the entrepreneurial journey? 
um, that you feel comfortable sharing? I feel like, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs and there's also days when I'm like, am I even good enough to do this? You know, you go on Instagram and you, you always see like, there's always going to be people that are doing better than you. And you're like, wait, am I ever going to get there? Because I've been doing this for three years and I'm only here. But that is the issue, right? Like um, we're always comparing ourselves to other people. And so like, I feel like that is the number one, um, you know, the number one problem that, or like the number one thing that holds us back most of the time when we compare when we compare others like i can say that Mm -hmm. that, oh my god the amount of times i've done that oh my god it drives me nuts and it's so annoying because i've been personally like i feel like i've been podcasting forever and i don't get the recognition and i don't get the props and i still invite people and get no's you know so Mm -hmm. or, or you know uh dms unread or emails not answered so it's really discouraging too right and then you see somebody with 20 episodes get an award that boggles my mind forever but you know what i keep telling myself it only takes that one that one podcast that one instagram post that one whatever it only takes that one and the right person to find it you always hear about those stories like people are like at the right place at the right time and something amazing happens to them that will be you when your time is right oh you think so (laughs) yeah absolutely like even think about like people that win um, the lottery, right? Like, how does that happen? There's so many people that buy lottery tickets and that one person wins. It's your time, God's plan. It is, you know? it is, it is. And then you you wonder sometimes, like, I, I wonder how many people have given up waiting for that one day, Right. right? Um, and, I, and I also, I always say this, I think it's the universe testing you because nothing comes easy. So the universe is testing you, like, how bad do you want it? I'm going to throw this at you. I'm going to throw this at you. I'm going to throw COVID at you. Do, are you going to push through this? It's easy to give up, but if you really want it, you're going to push through it, right? So. My friend, you you should have your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's just things that I tell myself every day because being an entrepreneur, it's not easy, but like, I think it's very rewarding because as long as you're passionate about something, then it's going to, it's going to speak to you in a different level than like working for someone else. Right? No. Well, that's the thing, right? Because I find that people romanticize about working for somebody else for Mm -hmm. not working for somebody else working for themselves like i'll be able to do this i'll have all the time in the world and realistically it's it becomes your time so how are you going to utilize it accordingly right with it and i also think that your ig is killing it like that video that you did with the foundation i was like okay boo (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I see you. Meanwhile, I feel like I just slather stuff on my face at this point. Oh, stop. No, you don't. (laughs) You have, honestly, though, like your skin is fabulous without any makeup. So I wish I had your skin. You don't even have pores. (laughs) For real. Oh, my God. It's just silk. My it has gone so dry the last two weeks. Oh, my God. It's just the weather. Oh, it's driving me nuts. So I went to buy the Neutrogena. 
the Hydra Boost. But I feel like they changed the formula because before it was like super like like I would put it on my face and my face would be like and it would just yes. eat it up. Yeah. And then now it's like a more like a more pomade like a it's not as light. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. They just changed That's it, and I'm like, the unless worst. they changed it or I got the wrong one. At this point, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be either. You might just have to buy all the Neutrogena moisturizers at this point <laughs> to figure out which one. And I put it on, and I was just like, oh my god, my face is like, ugh. Oh, that's <laughs> that was my rant. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> Time to switch it up. Seriously, I I was just like, what is happening? I'm gonna have to walk over to Sephora. Oh my god, I saw that you took a client of your shopping makeup. Can I come? Yes, we're gonna do that. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> we're gonna like, update your makeup kit. Can we please? Yes, absolutely. Once the stores open up, we'll we'll be the first. <laughs> We'll be the mm-hmm. first ones there. Yeah, knocking on the Sephora windows. Hello. Hey, it's me. <laughs> I'm back. It's hello. Have you missed me? <laughs> but I saw the. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. no. You first. The Giorgio Armani foundation. I've seen it on a lot of people, and I feel like that's like it's a really good one. What is it? Oil based or water based? It is water based. Nice. It's oil free. It okay. is, it's honestly amazing. I love it. I mean, it has a higher price tag, but like, it's worth it. Well, you, you pay, pay what you for get. What you get. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it works for dry skin, oily skin. It's just, it, and it's not like cakey. It doesn't look like you have mm. a lot of makeup on, which I don't love. Like, I just want to enhance what you have. And so I love that foundation for that. See, she dropped a gem for you guys of which foundation to buy. I'm yes. going to start a GoFundMe. Armani Luminous Silk, guys. It's where it's at. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. So then my <laughs> can be like, I'm like, take me shopping with Steffi. I need makeup fun. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> I have to ask, whenever you – I give this, I give the floor to peeps, you know, that I really love. No shade on nobody else that I haven't done this for. But then again, it's my show. I do whatever I want. But yeah, you're, the boss. you're the boss, girl. I'm the boss over here. But what is a topic that you wish people spoke more about? Like when you're listening to podcasts or you're watching stuff and you're hearing two people talk about it, you're like, man, why don't they talk about this? What would that be? And like the floor is yours. You can definitely take it and, and rant about something. Hmm. That's a good question. Ooh. <laughs> I've given you the host hat. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Hannah, this is you're good at this. <laughs> That's your stage. It's your stage. Do you would it be like anything women related? Is it do you want to talk about maybe I don't know how people make you feel sometimes like less than you touched upon that a little bit? Um, your super cute dog. Oh yeah, my dog's the best. But so is yours. Everyone's dog's the best. <laughs> but I'm a little biased. Um, I think personally, I love mindset like podcasts, especially because you know, as an entrepreneur, your mindset is everything. And you know, sometimes you wake up 
and everything like has an effect on you. Even when the when you wake up and it's cloudy, you're like, oh, I don't want to do anything today because the mood the mood is already set. You know, the sun's not out. I just don't feel like doing anything, but. I feel like mindset podcasts, especially for entrepreneurs, like those are where that's, that's where my heart lies because it is like, so it just speaks to me, you know, like it just really, it gets me going. And, and when your mindset is right, everything just kind of like follows. Hmm. Do you have any favorite ones? Like something that you could suggest my my listeners to to take a view if they want to tap into like mindset podcast that you really yes. enjoy? So I've actually been listening to this one. I think he's Brazilian on um, Spotify. Let me just pull him up really quick because everything, like all his podcasts, I just sit every morning or like I'll be doing the dishes in the morning or you know, like starting my day in the morning and I've just been listening to him and it really just like, sometimes I'll be angry at the littlest things and I'll put this podcast on. I'm like, that doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. the podcast is called Out From The Heart. Got it. And he has a, a few episodes, I think around maybe 30 or 40, mm-hmm. but I just listen to them on rotation. Okay. So it's out from the heart and it's Lond Londrell. L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. They're not long. They're about like four to five minutes, but mm-hmm. it just like it really speaks to me and it really makes me feel it really I think it puts things into perspective for me where it's like, you know, the things that you think matter don't really matter in the greater scheme of things. Like there's more to life than just little issues or little problems. And yeah, it's just really good. You should all listen to it. Well, that makes sense because sometimes you focus on one thing and then you're up. All right, like I'm an overthinker. I overthink everything. Right. Um, yep. Which I find is, is part of the, part of the um, ingredients to success though. Cause you have to like obsess over something. Mm-hmm. Um to, to make it work in a sense. And like I'm up at 4 a.m. just thinking about the most random shit ever. And I'm just like, wow. oh my God, stop brain. And your brain does, you can't stop your brain. It just goes. Why? Why does it do this? Ugh, it drives me up the list with me last night. Huh? I don't have the answer, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I wish You're I did. the cutest thing. I want to put you in my pocket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for you. No, but yeah. it, it is. It's it's really not. I always stop myself now lately um, in the last year. Or so I stop myself and I say, will this matter in five years? Right. You know, will this. So like, you know, sometimes I miss the mark. Sometimes I do stuff and it's just I'm like, okay, shit, that ain't it. So, you know, but will it matter in five years that that I missed that mark? Probably not because then I'm not there. I'm not trying to figure that mark out five years from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it really does make a lot of sense what what you said. And I love that you listen to him on rotation. That's that's like a goals. I have um so like Oprah is like goals to me. And her Super Soul Sunday podcast 
is probably one of the reasons why I'm podcasting. Mm -hmm. She has this, my holy grail is this episode with Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. That she has a three-part series. And whenever I'm in the dumps, yo, I go straight to that episode. Right. I go straight there. I know what Maya Angelou is going to say. I do. I like, I've, I've memorized it to this point. I must have listened mm-hmm. to it over 25 times. And she just, she says, Maya Angelou says in, in one of her lines, and it's, and it's so infamous to me. Um, she says to Oprah, she's like, oh, baby, if somebody wants to go, I'll open the door for them. Grab their coat. Wow. Yep. And that's I love that. Like, she's just so, you know, but by that point, she was in her 80s. So she was really like, okay, I don't care. Go. <laughs> right. Like, but I think there's something to learn in that too, right? Because sometimes we hold on to things so hard when really, if someone wants to walk out of your life, then it should be like, okay, bye. Because yeah. I have so much to offer you and you don't want to be here. Okay. You know what? Someone else can appreciate all the things that you have to offer. Yeah. And this and this goes along the lines with everything, with career, with relationships, with right. family ties, with friendships. Just, you know, if, if anything, if you feel like you're holding somebody back or they don't want to be there or you don't want to be somewhere, just walk out. Right. The, the, there's no point in letting and staying and overstaying your shout out to Ingrid, overstaying your welcome. She's one of my good friends. It's her infamous yeah. line. Don't overstay your welcome. I you can have that. any conversation with her. She'll say it. Don't overstay your welcome for everything. Yeah. Um, but it's so but relevant. It is. It's very relevant. But Stephanie, mm-hmm. I have some bad news. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it's time to go. Oh, that went by so quick. I know I feel so bad. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to tell her to leave. Um, I don't want to leave. <laughs> you well, know what? You it's one of those things. I forgot to tell you this while we were blabbing before the before I started. I'm like, you know what? Go 30 minutes goes by fast. <laughs> it does. It really does. And that was so amazing. I feel like we really hit some really great points. And I hope to do this again with you soon. Well, duh, of course. We gotta <laughs> talk about how when I go shopping. How when I start traveling, I have to bring you with me. I don't know how, yes. but we'll work this out. <laughs> exactly. I'm here. You know where to find me. I know where to find you, but they don't know where to find you. So pop those handles in, Mama, and let them know. Okay. So you can follow me at Sweven Beauty. It's S-W-E-V-E-N Beauty um, on Instagram, Facebook, and you can DM me. You can write me an email. I will answer you. Really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> She's the most responsive human being ever. I think this is why you and I, I look at my God, wait, it's it's now. Okay, it's now. So hit her up. Uh let her know you heard her on here or you just saw her work and you fell in love with her. But you can't keep her for too long because she's mine. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> that to you. Oh, you're so sweet. Stephanie, thank you so so much for passing by and gracing us with your presence. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys are all doing well. Well, duh. Duh. This is going to air super soon and everybody will get to know (laughs) how we we talk and and hang out. If you guys haven't already, subscribe, like, comment, do all the stuff. You know, I have to do my job and tell you. Share with your friends and share with your auntie group. As always, this is your favorite podcast host, Hannah Guzman, coming at you from her bedroom studio in Toronto. 
Wishing you the best day ever. Toodles. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you.